On today's podcast, I'm going to share with you a video that I created for my clients, really deep diving into my perspective on nutrition and providing you and my clients with basically a diet plan. Here's what to eat. Here's what to not to eat. My A couple of my clients had come to me and said, we would love more in depth, like this is what we should be eating. And my program does provide that. They really wanted me to be telling them what to eat. And this was my response to that. And I think it's going to be really helpful for you as well, because there's this huge notion out there in the nutrition industry and diet industry that you need to be told what to eat as if you don't already have an idea of what's healthy and what your body likes. And when someone else tells you what to eat, when you eat based on what someone else is telling you, you miss out on your body's feedback to how that food works for you. Every body, every physiology, every biology, every gut microbiome is different. Yours is different from mine. So me telling you, this is what I think you should eat because this is what I eat, or this is what's worked for Sally to lose weight, isn't necessarily helpful because it's not taking into consideration your individual body's response to that food. So a lot of my program, a lot of my work with my clients is giving them the space to let them figure out what their body likes to eat, what works for them, what feels good in their body, what helps them lose weight, where that balance is of these are some nutritious foods and these are some not so so nutritious foods. And I like to eat both of them. And I still lose weight. So I'm going to play this uh, video recording for you. And really, I think it's going to be a very helpful lesson in learning about your body and what works for you and how to go about figuring that out. All right, here we go. I'm Haley. I've been a nutritionist for over 10 years and I saw firsthand how the diet industry works, but mostly doesn't work to help you lose weight. Then I found myself 20 pounds overweight and realized the weight loss struggle has nothing to do with what you eat, but why you eat. So I went on a mission to explore the brain and its role in weight loss. And now I help my clients lose 30 pounds in 90 days by wiring their brain to weight less. On this show, you are going to learn how to wire your brain to lose weight so that you never have to diet, restrict, deprive, or willpower again. Okay, guys. So this is a nutrition video. We're going to be talking about nutrition from my perspective um, and how I see it. And this might be a little bit different than what you're expecting, but 
I think it's extremely helpful and going to be extremely helpful for you. So there is not a ton of nutrition content where I'm talking about what to eat, the foods that you need to be eating in this course as a whole. And there's a very intentional reason behind that. What I have found is that most people know pretty well, pretty well what's healthy and what isn't. If I gave you a quiz right now of like all of different types of foods and I just said, is this healthy? Is this not healthy? Everyone here would get an, at least a 90% on it. If I said, you know, asparagus or Doritos, we all know that. Unless I got into really specific nitty gritty things like should we be eating gluten? What about nightshades? Um, uh, you know, can you heat olive oil? Like, or very specific ingredients um, that might be controversial. Things that like science hasn't even made up its mind yet on that I as a nutritionist having read scientific papers might have formed my opinion on, but at consumer, the general consumer might just like not really know. Um, those types of things we might get a little bit more, you know, fuzzy on, but for the broad scope of it, most of us know the difference. We know what's healthy and we know what isn't. Now in this, below this video, you will find a list of foods to focus on. Those foods mostly come from the paleo way of thinking, thinking about human body when we were in development physiologically, we came, we were cavemen for a very long time. Um, we lived off the land. We were hunter gatherers and foragers. So we ate mostly very clean protein, animal protein. We ate the vegetables that we could find and we ate the fruits that we could find. So there's not a ton of dairy in this. There isn't a ton of grains in this, but we live in a modern society where we are exposed to every food imaginable 24 hours a day from extremely refined sugar that comes in a glass that we drink that impacts our brain and our blood sugar like nothing else nothing we've ever we were ever meant to be exposed to to meat that's being grown in a lab to you know vegan meat that has no animal protein i mean the the amount of stuff that we are exposed to that is available nowadays is astounding. And I think that it's really important for us to be able to manage our minds around that. When we say we're going to have a salad and our brains like, I want French fries, what do we do? <sighs> we have to be able to manage those things. It is not realistic for me to point at this list of foods that you'll find below and just say, just eat that. Because we are eating out at restaurants, we are going on vacation, we are going to friends' houses, we are going into situations where we have no idea what food is going to be available, and we need to be able to manage our minds around that. That's why there's not a ton of nutrition in this. What I've found from working in a clinical nutrition setting where um, I'm telling you what to eat, I just don't think that it's super helpful. I think that you probably have a pretty good idea of what's healthy. What you're really struggling with is sticking with that and not eating the cupcake, even though 
it's been sitting there in your office um, kitchen and every single other person in your office is eating a cupcake. What do you do now? That's what I think is really important. However, we are going to dive into some more specifics of this. Um, Also, nutrition is extremely dependent on the individual. We all have individual mitochondria, metabolisms. We have individual biologies. We have individual guts that have been shaped and formed throughout our life and can not break down certain things very well or can break down things great. Maybe you can eat beans and maybe you can't. So there's so many, there's so much individuality to this as well, um, which is why I don't give broad strokes nutrition advice. I think what's really important and what we're going to talk about in this video is you figuring out what works for your body. And that is not as simple as me telling you to follow this list of foods below. Okay, so traditional nutrition therapy um, is literally what I mentioned. It's the, here's the list of foods. This is what's healthy. This was what's not. Um, go ahead and follow this list. And if you can't, sorry, there's something wrong with you. I have no other tools to offer you in terms of like managing your mind and figuring out how to get your brain on board with this list of foods. Um, that list, whatever list it is, <laughs> Any, any scientific um, definition of what's healthy and what isn't comes from a lab. This looks at these nutrients super broken down in a scientific setting. We are looking at the human body in a lab under a microscope. There is no, there are no other variables When we look at what is nutrient dense and what isn't, we aren't looking at seasonality and the change of nutrients in a certain food from season to season. We aren't also looking at the human's body's ability to break down and absorb and utilize those nutrients depending on the season. Your body's ability to use nutrients changes depending on how much sunlight you're being exposed to, depending on how warm or cold it is, depending on how much you're moving, depending on, um, you know, where you, how you're feeling physically. Are you daily feeling cold or not? What are the other foods that you're taking in right now? It, there's so much variability to it. Um, so typical nutrition, um, therapy and, and, um, theory does not include any individuality for you. It doesn't include your environment, where you're living, what you're being exposed to, what your foods are being exposed to. Are they being exposed to real sunlight or a a grow lamp? Are they growing outside in the soil, in real soil that's been, um, properly cared for, or are they growing in soil that's been sterilized and sprayed with pesticides? All of these make a difference to how that food affects you, how you feel after you eat it, the nutrients that are going to be available to you after you eat it. Um, And they also don't take into account your gut, which is a huge piece of this. Your gut's ability to break down food, um, our digestive chain runs from our mouth all the way to our anus. And every bit of that 
is a piece of that food being broken down and releasing nutrients. So it starts with the enzymes that are in your mouth and with your chewing. How much do you chew your food? You might chew your food a lot more than I chew my food. You might chew your food a lot less than I chew my food. That makes a difference. Is your body able to produce every enzyme that is needed in order to begin the breakdown cycle of that food? That make it makes a difference. When that food gets to your stomach, how acidic is your stomach? How much is your stomach churning the food? That is a part of digestion and a part of how much those nutrients are gonna break down and become available for you. And then we get into our gut which can get really um, impacted, and and I don't want to say messed up, but very impacted by your environment, how much um, chemicals, like man-made chemicals, are you being exposed to either through your food or just through your environment, the inhale that you're touching, um, how many times have you taken antibiotics in your lifetime, how efficient is your gut, (laughs) do you have parasites, do you have Um, the proper balance of gut bacteria, or are you really imbalanced? All of those are really important factors to how you break down that food. Now, all of this said, all of this said, we don't have to get to the bottom of every single one of those things. My point for even bringing any of this up is not to confuse you or not to make you feel like you have something that you need to fix. You don't. Um, The point for bringing this up is that there's an immense individuality to this. And the most important thing for you to do when it comes to nutrition is to know and understand how you feel when you eat something. It is not for you to go get tests done on all of these things that I just mentioned and really like micromanage where your food's coming from. Again, we live in a modern society. This is about figuring out how to manage your mind when you're exposed to the cupcake. (laughs) And the second piece of this is really to figure out how you feel when you eat certain things. So I'm going to tell you a story. Um, This is going to really go into the level of disconnect that we have between our brain and our body in modern society when it comes to eating. So as a nutritionist, for many, many years, I made these nutrient-dense um, smoothies every day for myself. I would take banana and kale and um, blueberries and XYZ, add it into a blender, blend it up, and I would drink it. This is the best way for me to get all of these super, they're kind of already digested because that blender did the chewing for me, nutrients into my body, and then I'll easily be able to absorb them. This is so healthy, um, all the things. Now, the disconnect came from the fact that I got really sick every single night. And for years, I did not pay any attention to it. I completely ignored it. I got ill, (laughs) physically ill. I wasn't throwing up but my stomach would bloat out an insane amount to where I couldn't fit in regular pants. Um, And I was basically up all night like with stomach cramps and aches and it was not fun. But I was like also not even paying attention to it. I was so ignorant of what was going on in my body. I never looked at what I was eating. Maybe I needed to change something because clearly it was really impacting my digestion. I was getting sick. Um, I never paid any attention to it for years. And it kind of 
this whole thing also carries over onto the other side. So I could also overeat, um, you know, a greasy, greasy hamburger and French fries to the point where I was ill, having diarrhea, sitting on the toilet, and completely ignore that as well. I could just completely disconnect from my body and not pay any attention to how whatever I just ate made me feel physically. It was like I was ahead that could eat and taste something really delicious like french fries and hamburgers. And then I was a body that I was completely not going to experience whatever pain I just inflicted on myself via the food that I ate, including the healthy stuff and the not healthy stuff. So for years, I was completely tapped out of what was going on in my body. I wasn't overweight. I wasn't struggling with my weight in any way, but I was not paying attention at all to how food made me feel and how it affected me. Um, And when I finally started to tap in, I'll just kind of like wrap up the smoothie story. I realized that I was having a really tough time digesting bananas. I cut out apples and bananas for a couple of years. The, The evening bloat like completely, for the most part, resolved itself. I actually don't drink smoothies anymore. Um, I, for a multitude of reasons, and I'll go into that, but um, even though technically that smoothie was technically in a lab, nutrient dense, it did not work for me. It didn't make me feel good. It didn't give me the energy I was looking for, although I was not paying attention to it at all. I couldn't have told you one way or the other. Um, And Overall, it was really negatively impacting my health. That nutrient-dense thing that's so great was negatively impacting my health and and for years had a negative impact on my health. That the damage that those bananas that my body couldn't digest at that time um, had an impact on my gut health that lasted for a long time. I can eat them now, actually, and I can eat apples now. Um, but I couldn't for a long time without getting sick. So I want you, the reason I tell this story is because I want you to understand and feel physically how foods affect your body. When you eat something, more important than if it's on that list below or if somebody told you this is the most nutrient-dense food on the planet, more important than any of that is how it makes you feel. That's your body telling you if this food is working for you or not. Your body already knows. That's why I don't give a lot of nutrition advice because your body knows. We just have to tap in. That's what's really important is tapping in and asking. Hey body, I know everybody else says kale is great, Does it work for me? It didn't work for me. (laughs) It did not work for me. I don't eat kale. Makes me feel terrible. I can't digest it. I don't really like the taste. So this is not a one size fits all. All foods in general are, this is specific to you and your body. So, um, Here are my, what I want you to think about when you are eating. I want you to discover for yourself 
how this food makes you feel. After I eat this, do I feel energized? Like, do I feel clear-headed or do I feel foggy? Do I have a headache? Or do I feel like, you know, really creative? Like, what what does this do for, for my head and my brain? I want to think about that. And then I want to tap in below the neck. And I want to, again, think about, does this make me feel light and energized? Can I get up after I eat a meal of, of this food and finish my work day? Play with my kids? Um, hold on my laundry? <laughs> or... Is this the type of food that makes me want to curl up in bed and like, you know, watch a good movie? And I'm being serious when I say I'm not joking about like, it makes me want to curl up in bed. Certain foods make me feel warm and comforted, but also not necessarily energetic. They don't deplete my energy, but I'm not like running around after I have a big bowl of warm soup wanting to, um, you know, get all my chores done. I'm more warm and comforted and I'm ready to settle in. Um, it, that doesn't mean it makes me feel bad. I'm not like laying on the couch in misery, can't move, but those are two completely different things for you to discover what works for you. Does the food make you feel heavy and bloated? Sometimes I say greasy because I almost can like feel like a layer of grease on my face. Um, that will come after I eat something. And then greasy also, like I, I'll just feel kind of oily in my body, like sludgy, um, slow, sticky, kind of like just I'm not moving around quickly. It, it's a physical feeling as well as like a tangible on my skin feeling. Um, smooth and silky, that would be kind of like that big bowl of, and I'm, when I say this to you or here, I'm talking about a very specific type of soup. I'm not talking about a minestrone where there's a lot of like chunks and chewing going on. I'm talking about a bowl of maybe like, um, a tomato bisque, which is completely like, there's no chewing really being done. Um, that would make me feel smooth and silky and warm and comforted. Something like minestrone where I'm chewing a lot. There's like um, a lot of very fibrous components to that. That's going to make me feel actually a little bit bloated. Um, it's not as comforting. It's a little bit more uncomfortable than the smooth, silky soup. Those are completely different for me. Might be the opposite for you. The The... Tomato bisque might feel really heavy and greasy for you and the minestrone might feel awesome. So again, technically nutrient, <laughs> side note, if I'm as a nutritionist saying, um, the minestrone is technically healthier. It's got all these vegetables and all this fiber. I don't really want to eat minestrone. It doesn't make me feel that good. I don't really eat it. I prefer the cream-based <laughs> tomato bisque. I'm not kidding. So Again, this is for you to figure out for yourself. Um, what foods make you feel warm and comforted? So I love a meal of like ground beef with white rice. I don't eat brown rice anymore. I don't like it. It doesn't make me feel good. It sits too hard in my stomach. It's too difficult for me to digest. Um, it will linger with me. I will go from feeling like a little bit bloated and tired to like just kind of uncomfortable and like wishing that was gone. It's too much. 
for me. It might be great for you. Um, but a like evening meal of ground beef with white rice and maybe like something like a sweet potato is gonna feel really good for me. It might feel terrible for you, but that will leave me kind of like warm and comforted. I'm ready to like settle in for the evening, but I don't feel so heavy that I can't get like laundry done or some like regular evening chores done. I, f I still feel good. Again, this is for you to figure out for yourself what foods specifically feel good in your in your body. And then I you can get into really specific things like um, something that it might feel like tumbling rocks in a dryer or like anything that tumbles, I guess. <laughs> dryer, whatever, washing machine, <laughs> tumbling rocks. So for me, that would be closer to like that minestrone soup, like my stomach is doing a lot of work. Cruciferous vegetables, raw cruciferous vegetables. I can do them cooked, like broccoli is good cooked, um, but raw cabbage is not working for me. That would kind of feel like tumble something like tumbling in a dryer. That's just like too much, too much work for my stomach. It's uncomfortable. I don't like it. Um, Sometimes some foods might make you feel like sweaty, like you start sweating, you're overheated. I used to get like burning on my thighs, like burning, actual burning. <laughs> it felt like they were on fire. Um, packed styrofoam. I can't eat salads past like a 50% and I can only eat them specific days, specific times of the year. I used to eat salads year round, didn't matter. I'm eating a salad, it's healthy, I'm a nutritionist. <laughs> I, they don't make me feel good. They don't leave me feeling light and energized. In fact, my stomach usually feels garbly. It feels like packed styrofoam. Um, feels like I just shoved like a bunch of really airy kind of stuff down there that now my stomach has to like work really hard to break down. I, I Salads are like a hot day. I'm kind of thirsty already. Um, or it's like a pre-meal, like I'll have a little bit of salad before my dinner, like a dinner salad, normal type of thing. Um, but salads aren't really a meal for me. And especially during the cold weather, don't, don't enjoy them at all. Not at all. When it's cold out, no thank you. Uh, also, I would prefer something like spinach in my salad over romaine. Romaine is way too much for my body to handle. It's not comfortable, I don't like it. <laughs> Again, this is for you to figure out. I would also prefer a warm protein on top of a salad as opposed to a cold one. This is how specific you can get. This is something that you do over time. It, it does take a little bit of time, but figure out what feels good for you, what feels good for your body, what can what meal at what time of day at what time of year can you stand up from and be like yes i feel awesome ready to take on the rest of my day or like oh my gosh i feel so great i'm ready to snuggle up with my family on the couch and watch a movie that's for you to figure out this is the individuality part of it it does take a little bit of time that's okay a lot of times you can ask yourself before you eat something, how does this make me feel? Your body probably, if it's had that food before, it probably already knows. You just gotta be open to hearing an honest answer. Okay, 
So how do we choose a balanced meal? These are the things I like to think about. I look for a protein, a carb, and a fat. It will vary depending on my hunger level, what satiety level I want to be at after the meal, how I want to feel after the meal, the season. Is it cold outside? Is it warm outside? Am I cold? Am I warm? Um, what have I already eaten today? Did I already eat something warm and I already feel really warm and maybe I don't need something as warm as I would if I hadn't have eaten that bowl of soup earlier? So these are all really important questions to ask. Am I eating at home or am I cooking out? I mean, that made no sense. Am I eating at home and cooking or am I eating out? That will drastically change the types of options you have. So what I do, what I do like to do, I did already say this, I look for a protein, a carb, and the carb is like a vegetable. It can be a potato. Um, sometimes I'm adding in some bread. I like bread. It feels okay for me. I can't overdo it. I don't want to overdo it, but I like bread and it feels okay for me. And I eat white bread <laughs> against all nutritionists advice <laughs> and, and the fat. I, so I do think about the fat is the satiating part for me. Um, that's what's going to allow my body to digest the food in a really good way. I've done low fat before and I don't digest things very well. They hurt more my, my stomach. Maybe hurt's not the right word, but it's more difficult for my body to digest them. So it's a lot more uncomfortable, the digestion process. Um, so I always choose, make sure I've got a healthy fat in there. So I always, first and foremost, I'm tapping in when I'm at a restaurant with a menu in front of me and all these different options, I'm tapping in and asking myself, how do I feel? How do I want to feel after this? What, where do I want my satiety to be? What do I have other stuff to do today? Like, Am I looking to be, you know, on the couch after this meal or do I have a full day of stuff that I need to get done? That's all really important for me. And that's, those are the kinds of things that help me and my body decide what I'm going to be eating. So some things like I just kind of wrote down some stuff, braised short rib with mashed potatoes and a side salad. I was actually at dinner the other night. They have a fantastic braised short rib, which is something I would definitely order, but when I kind of tapped in, I was like, that's just way too heavy for the hunger level I'm at, for what I've eaten already today, for the satiety level I would like to be at after this. I was like, nope, <laughs> does not sound appealing. What did sound appealing was like a really light fish dish with, I didn't even want a potato. I love potatoes, I love mashed potatoes. Nope. I was like, nope, I could just totally just go for just a piece of fish, maybe a side salad. Um, that would be fantastic. Again, completely up to you. Um, soup and salads. Sometimes that sounds really good. Sometimes the salad is a no. <laughs> it's just the soup and maybe a sandwich or something that's a little bit warmer and more grounding. Um, you know, fish with rice and a vegetable. Um, maybe it's fish with pasta. Um, Maybe it's salad with protein. Like I said, I have specific lettuces that I like, prefer to eat that feel better for me, that digest better. Um, I prefer warm protein on my salad as opposed to a cold. So those are all things for you to be tapping in and asking. It's not, oh, salad's healthy and so that's what I'm choosing. It's, that doesn't really, it's, uh, my body's not right there right now. 
And the thing is, your body always knows. You just got to ask it and you got to be able to take your head, take yourself out of your brain and get into your body so that you can feel what's going on. You can really feel what's happening down there. Okay. So this is my nutrition video and advice. Um, any like specific questions about ingredients, um, is this healthy or not? I am happy to answer those at any time. Anytime. Okay. Always feel free to ask those, um, drop them in the community and ask me, I am always happy to bring them to the coaching calls. Ask me what, um, nutrition questions you have specific nutrition questions. Always happy to answer that. I will always be very honest with you and tell you, um, my true opinion. But I think in terms of general nutrition, this is, this is the place to start. Start here, start with your body, start figuring out what's working for you and what isn't working, what your body likes, what it doesn't like, how you feel after you eat certain things and really move on from there. Utilize the list below. If you are getting kind of confused about like, is this good? Is this not good? Look at that list below. Also ask like, you know, generally, what do I know to be healthy or not? All all good questions. Okay, I will see you guys in the next video, bye. If you love what you hear on this show and if you're done with dieting and you want to try a completely different approach to weight loss, I highly encourage you to sign up for a call with me. This is one-on-one time where you get to learn about yourself and discover if my program is what you need to get to the next stage of your weight loss. Go to bit.ly backslash call with Haley. That's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash call with Haley, H-A-Y-L-E-Y. I'll see you there.